0: my god i am so excited to be doing my mini episode with my special guest introduce yourself
1: special guests huh
0: you don't really do the minis with me and i thought you were gonna be like hi it's me stan Stan.
1: (laughs) it's me stan (laughs) but i i know on this show but you and me
0: well that's true (laughs) a guest star or if you know dan Aykroyd's number Um, but we are the Happily Wedded Weirdos doing a minisode together. Uh, Frank is in on this one with me because uh, this one, he has a little bit of insight into one of our topics. Uh, Today, we are doing Legends and Tales of the New Jersey Pine Barrens. So in our second episode, we discuss the Jersey Devil and his origins and everything. But he is not the only... spooky thing going on in the Pine Barrens as you would imagine so here we have a few more stories of spectral evidence uh, haunted roads we have things on fire it's great so let's start right at the beginning with who Frank so and now I'm going to read the little tale and then we're going to talk about the true story in the heart of the Pinelands, a tapestry of folk war le- weaves together the enigmatic traits of Captain Kidd's ghost and the legendary Jersey Devil. Whispers among the locals reveal that New Jersey's bar not Got Bay, I have not ever been there, do not crucify me if you are from New Jersey, cradles the secrets of Kidd's ill-gotten treasures, serving as one of his resting grounds. Throughout the seventeenth and eighteenth centuries, the community shared spine tilling accounts Kid's spectral presence strolling along the sandy shores, accompanied by the eerie silhouette of the New Jersey Devil. These haunting narratives often depict Kid as apparition, forever bound to the ethereal realm. So Frank
1: Headless?
0: Is there a bit of a, but some? There's probably some confusion happening right now. Let's I'm let's very set confused. the record.
1: Kid was hanged. He wasn't beheaded. That's first of all. <laughs> I don't know where the hell that headless.
0: Yeah, it's I, not like
1: his head pop Being hanged. I don't know. I I don't.
0: It's possible I, people are just seeing a pirate ghost and maybe the first person who saw it, it's like oh, fuck what's the name of a pirate that I know Captain Kidd
1: yeah he he definitely is up there with the famous pirates I believe uh, Blackbeard is most talked about but it's funny because kid really wasn't a pirate he was a privateer a legal pirate
0: I think next season of this show we will do a pirates episode Maybe oh that'd be one- fun episode this season. I really want to deep dive because I feel like um, with pirates it's so... It's hard to tell who's the most popular pirate because I feel like it depends on who you ask.
1: Blackbeard?
0: Well, no, but let me tell you why I think like I would debate that. Because... Let's say that you grew up with just long John Silver. So that's the only pirate you really know. You never looked into anybody else, that was your pirate. You grew up with Peter Pan, Captain Hook. Or if you grew up studying history, Captain Kidd. Like I feel like a pirate for their generation, their first introduction to pirates and I guess that's
1: true. I know. guess Hook was mine.
0: Right. Like for a while, that's the only one you knew. But not to depress you, I'm sure there are going to be kids out there that are like, my first pirate was Orlando Bloom.
1: Or the hey, fuck Pirates it? was a good series. It I was really like No, Parks I love Jeremy. it. I just Jack's a good pirate.
0: He was not. But I don't know. I Orlando. No, I mean Bloom,
1: a good character. It was yes, he was a
0: good character. I love. No, Orlando pretty Bloom. bad pirate. I just, he was a bad pirate, but Orlando Bloom just never sold it to me as pirate material.
1: Well, his father was a pirate than he was. He kind of did some shit, but let's be honest, he didn't grow up that way. He grew up in the lap of fucking luxury, so it's like a fucking rich bitch you know, going to be a pirate. It's like when Cartman tried to be a pirate. It's ridiculous. Wait, who's the rich bitch? Because didn't he grow up with the blacksmith? Okay, maybe not rich rich, but he was... Well, he was kind of taken in by Elizabeth's family, so he kind no, of. No, I think was... he was just saved. I don't think he grew up in the governor's mansion. Well, he still grew up fine. Not he, at least grew up semi. You know, not sailing the seven seas. He was grounded.
0: What Frank is saying is that in the colonial days, if you had shoes on, your life was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't disagree I would. With that I notion, would, actually.
1: I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, moving on. Our next character will have a similar pirate name, Black Dog. Except we're actually talking about a black dog. So, the legend tells of the large black dog, a spectral being that haunts the shores and woodlands, stretching from Abscon Island to the mysterious Bargnott Bay, which was from our last uh, tale of Captain Kidd, walking around with his head, for some reason, and the Jersey Devil folklore where where english and germanic tales intertwine these black dog apparitions are often portrayed as malevolent entities or harbingers of darkness yet amidst this ethereal realm the black dog of the pine barrens stands apart its essence embodying a benign and gentle spirit the whispers of old recounted tale of treacherous of a treacherous pirate who absconded Abcon- Abscon Island shores, ruthlessly attacking a helpless vessel, claiming the lives of its ill-fated crew. Tragically, among the fallen was the ship's young cabin boy and his loyal black dog.
1: Hmm. And Pine Barrens, you said this takes place, just like the last one, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, between Abscon Island and Bargnot Bay.
1: Okay. And not to mention, Pine Barrens was a great episode of Sopranos, if there's any Sopranos fans out there.
0: Yes, and in the Pine Barrens, you can find the ghost of, well, let's not say who.
1: Paulie Walnuts?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious, though, if that's how they no. took him
1: out. Not going to not gonna spoil it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so Black Talk, that's interesting because uh, the half of the Baskervilles, you know that fear of, of dogs or well things it's like that.
0: it's interesting because my actually my first thought was and this is again a generational thing harry potter because uh his uncle was the black dog was serious black yes and every time he saw that they thought it was the grim which is an actual kind of concept of a ghost and and i think it came from the english witchcraft trials which we will be discussing uh, in an episode that those accusers back then were seeing black dogs, which I mean, I guess that didn't catch on as much as cats because they didn't kill well, actually no, they did kill dogs for witchcraft back then,
1: yeah, there was a dictator I forget his name who believed that his enemy took the form of a black dog and ordered like his people to kill black dogs. People are crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. Power goes to your head. In this case of the Black... Uh, the thing that stands out about him is that he is uh, not malevolent. He's pretty harmless. It's kind of just a little ghost dog that is just there. With his master. Um, the next spirit is the golden-haired girl. Um, In the realm of spectral tales, there exists the ethereal figure known as the golden-haired girl. She is whispered to haunt the shores, her gaze fixated upon the vast expanse of the sea. Clad in a flowing white gown, she mourns the tragic loss of her her beloved, forever lost to the treacherous waves. Yet in the company of her sorrow, the Jersey Devil is said to keep her company, a silent companion, in her eternal vigil. Legends intertwine, however, revealing another facet of the Jersey Devil's existence. It is whispered that this otherworldly being, born of darkness and mystery, once had a son who possessed an uncanny semblance to humanity. Fate, however, wove a cruel tapestry when this young man fell deeply in love with a girl of wealth and privilege. Alas, her family vehemently opposed their union, tearing them apart with merciless force overwhelmed by despair the young man's beloved chose to end her own life upon reaching her forced destination the weight of the heartbreak crushed his spirit transforming him into a terror into a harbinger of new generation now as he traverses the mortal realm haunted by the ghostly presence of his lost love the girl's spirit remains tethered to him Bound by an unbreakable bond, her ethereal essence lingers, forever flowing in his footsteps, a constant reminder of the love they once shared. In this realm of spirits and sorrow, the golden-haired girl and the Jersey Devil's son are forever entwined.
1: What does that have to do with the Jersey Devil? What happened to him? Oh, no, we used to like the Jersey Devil's son, and what does that have to do with her?
0: Because she's fucking the son.
1: Of the Jersey Devil.
0: No, she's having sex with the son of the Jersey Devil.
1: She's having sex with the son of the Jersey Devil. Jersey
0: Devil has a son? I, apparently. Well. This is the first I'm hearing of this, so.
1: that's man, I don't know who just... had sex with him in the
0: first place. This is some Rumpelstiltskin this bullshit, is, by the that's way. That's weird. Tell me this does not sound like the plot line to Once Upon a Time.
1: Oh, God. Which plot? There was so many of them.
0: The blonde main character has sex with the son of the crooked evil guy
1: huh yeah that that yeah. is show. once about time right, right, right. Well, there you go uh
0: yeah that's odd um mostly because i don't again i just things should not be sexualized i don't want to think of the jersey devil having a dick i don't want to think about the carnal thoughts with him you know I guess I'm alone on that. Anyway, we'll move right along. To <sighs> oh, wait, j-
1: just to backtrack, because uh, I, I check, that, that dictator who or all the black dogs we killed—that was uh, Papa Duck. We should do a, a dictator episode because some of these guys were fucking nuts. Some of these guys were really, really crazy. We should do a dictator episode.
0: That's going to be you because
1: the re- that would be a lot of research. Oh well, I would just do like a, I would just do a couple, and you know, if
0: our Bullet listeners points. like
1: it, I can keep I can keep going.
0: We definitely, yeah, we can discuss that. I think that's an interesting idea. I like it. Um, Because that
1: shit's like a horror movie. That's like shit.
0: Yeah, that's going to have trigger warnings all over the place. Yeah. So moving along to The Doctor. The Doctor. James Still was a man whose determination knew no bounds. and In the 19th century, he was facing the harsh reality of racial discrimination, which prevented him from pursuing his passion for medicine. However, undeterred by this injustice, James sought solace in the serene embrace of the Pine Barrens, where he embarked on a clandestine journey of self-education in the field of medicine. In some versions of the tale, he also sought wisdom from the indigenous people, learning the secrets of herbal remedies. The accounts of his demise vary and are shrouded in mystery, conflicting narratives. Some claim that the local Pine Barrens residents, upon discovering his forbidden studies, unjustly uh, lynched him, forever staining the Pine Barrens with their cruelty. Conversely, other stories paint James as a revered figure within the Pine community, suggesting that he met his end due to a sudden heart attack, leaving behind a legacy of heroism interestingly dr james still shares a bloodline with his renowned brother william still an influential abolitionist who penned the seminal work the underground railroad driven by his thirst for knowledge james chronicled his life in a book titled early recollections the life of dr james still he established his own office bustling town of Medford, solidified his presence as a respected figure in the medical realm. Remarkably, he also held the distinction of being the third largest landowner in town, a testament to his unwavering determination. The ghost of James Sill is still um, haunts the lands, the locals claiming that he may have succumbed to natural causes and will forever extend a helping hand to those who find themselves lost or injured. Even oh, well, in the confines nice. of the Pine Barrens, a helpful ghost. That's good.
1: We yeah, need well, some he, helpful ghosts. He's
0: a doctor ghost. Ah, uh-huh. but again, it's interesting because it's like, okay, this is the second real person that they are identifying out there. Which I believe this guy being there more than Captain Kid.
1: But yeah, kid, kids weird because kids. Well, yes, he did buried his treasure he's actually I believe the only pirate who uh, w- was recorded treasure because I think he had an idea that when he came back from his uh, privateer pilgrimage that uh, he would need some leverage so he had the treasure buried I don't think anyone's ever found it but he thought that that was gonna he could use that to like get out of his predicament didn't happen he still got hanged anyway but besides him i don't think there's any other record of a pirate ever burying treasure it's funny that that's the stereotype now
0: well getting back to dr
1: sill i still think that that's uh that makes more sense i always want to
0: know how you would identify the ghost i guess i don't know but doctors dressed like everybody else back then it's not like he would have a white coat
1: also i got a good question if how do you even know if the fucking ghost has no head I don't
0: look. I See what I'm saying? He's like, going to have to get no his own episode. Sense. We'll do a whole episode on Captain Kid. We'll we'll do a deep dive on that. I don't even think he can be in the Pirates one.
1: I think he's going to have to But cause... the doctor the the, the doctor mate does make more sense and he has his head on so you'll know, hey, that looks like that doctor guy who died.
0: You know what? That's that's true. He does still have a face, so that's good. Yes, exactly. All right. Where are we? Okay, we're not doing bad for time. The white stag. Uh, white stag is... I'm not going to read the whole story, but basically a white stag is a, uh, a deer. Um, again, Harry Potter reference, the white stag. That's the Patronus. Or stag party. <laughs> stag patty. Peter, what did I tell you?
1: Don't get drunk at the stag party. And
0: what'd you do? Ah, <laughs> uh, never gets old but this white stag is an ethereal deer cloaked in a ghostly white coat it's usually benevolent in nature and offers aid to weary travelers who have lost their way in the vast wilderness um, sometimes it is believed that when you see them they are warning you of an impending disaster um, this story comes from a legend a white stag and a stagecoach collided. Um, oh, no. The stagecoach was going towards the river, and it was about to crash, and then the white stag materialized before the stagecoach, halted it in its tracks, and everybody survived. So, oh, again, another helpful, helpful ghost, even if it's a deer. Um... And according to old legend, if you see the white stag, you are bestowed a fortune of good luck and guidance and a symbol that your path is aligned with the forces of fortune. So if you're ever in the Pine Barrens, keep your eyes peeled for a white deer and don't kill it. And in fact, don't kill any of the deer because they're adorable.
1: Yeah, they are cute.
0: Just so cute. Um... I've I've not really heard of this before. This is the first time I'm hearing this. I could definitely believe it that you would see a white deer and think good luck.
1: That's that, that is interesting. A white deer.
0: Like no deer.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of trying to think. There was a game I play where, like, you saw the this ghost of a deer and the. ...show you, like, the way to go?
0: I don't know what game that is, but I feel like that sounds familiar.
1: I... God,
0: what was it? Uh... Now, some of the other miscellaneous ghosts that we will meet along the way, and I just kind of listed these out pretty quick because there wasn't, like, a whole lot of research to do on them. Uh, So this one is the boy of atco he was a victim of a hit and run according to the patch which is a local newspaper you're supposed to drive to the end of burnt mill road turn around and drive up to a spot in the road where there is a crack from one side of the street to the other stop honk your horn and flash your lights three times each then sit in the darkness and wait you will see a child dribble a basketball across the street
1: Which Oh, okay. What? Oh, no, I just said, okay.
0: It sounds similar to a story I've heard up um in Long Island where it's something similar where you drive up to this bridge, you flash your lights three times. I don't know if you heard yeah, yeah, I've heard that You've heard story that, yeah. before.
1: So it's something like that. Oh, the ghost deer, it was a doe, and it's in the game Life is Strange, the first the first
0: one. Oh, that's... Yeah, that is interesting.
1: Good game series, guys. Play it.
0: <laughs> um... There was also a mill that was... Or a... Yeah, a mill on, um... In the Pine Barrens, of course. Pine Trees, mill. Um... Assumed that there were probably accidents in the mill. Yeah. So there's probably ghosts of those guys. Um... Then there's the Devil's Tree, which is in Bernard's township. According to Weird New Jersey, the Devil's Tree has been the site of multiple suicides. And at some, um, at some points of the day or night, it is not uncommon to see ghostly figures swinging. Locals say it's impossible to cut down the tree, and its trunk shows many scars from multiple attempts. The snow will not stick to the ground beneath the large tree, and not from far from the tree is a rock that's reportedly warm to the touch year-round. Even in New Jersey's cold winters, some think it could be the
1: portal to hell. Oh, kind of like Sleepy Hollow.
0: Yes, um, which is only in the Tim Burton movie that that's, the tree
1: thing is not. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the trees are pretty terrifying in the cartoon, but they don't. I don't think it was a portal.
1: Okay, I'm looking at the picture. You're telling me that they can't cut this shit down. No, they're telling me they
0: can't. I don't know what the. I don't know if that's. You want to go over there and try it out? Just I'm going to cut down the tree. What? (laughs) Just show up with a chainsaw. No, I'm going to get rid of this for you guys. Just saying. Are you actually thinking about doing that?
1: No, I've lost no, trying. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is a bad tree.
0: Do not cut the fucking tree down in New Jersey. Just don't. Why do you have to release, like, the devil?
1: I think, well, depends on what. The devil's around. I doubt the devil's.
0: You know what? Let's just not find out. Let's just not cut down the devil tree. Why don't you go cut down? I don't know. Cut down some other trees.
1: No, honestly, we need. I'm not gonna cut down any trees. We need all the oxygen we can get. Plant more.
0: Exactly. Everyone plant go out more and trees. plant a tree. Next, we move on to the Flanders Hotel in Ocean. Well, <laughs> This beautiful oceanfront property, built in 1923, had survived a massive fire a few years later and became a grand hotel. It is, of course, reportedly haunted. There is a young woman named Emily who's still waiting for her boyfriend to return from World War I. She plays with the locks, laughs in the hall, and crashes wedding photos. She likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. I'm kidding. I can make fun because these are just ghost stories and not real people so I don't have to feel bad.
1: So she's she's jealous. Me? Is it, no no, she's jealous the, the ghost? ghost that she crashes the
0: uh the Oh, I guess part. so unless she's putting bunny ears on people. Um she's the only ghost that was a that I found for that hotel. Um there's shades of death road in Warren County. Uh this road has a handful of legends that revolve around the two-lane shades of Death Road in Warren County. It passes through what used to be a sell- settlement where countless people died in a malaria outbreak. Down the road, a gang of violent outlaws reportedly attacked and killed travelers. Um, and this story also says that some, nati- some say a native spirit guy takes the form of a deer in an attempt to get drivers to slow down. So, that connects to the white stag story.
1: Seems like a lot of these are connected.
0: Well, it is all in New Jersey, so that makes sense. Then you have the Devil's Tower in Alpine, New Jersey. This large stone tower was commissioned by Manuel Rionda, who was a rich sugar importer. This was in 1910, and he bought it as a present for his wife, and he named it the Rio Vista. The plan was for his wife to have a place to see the skyline in nearby New York City. From the top of the tower one evening, reportedly, Harriet saw Manuel, Harriet was the wife, saw Manuel with another woman and leapt to her death. Visitors Uh, to the tower report feeling like they've been pushed from behind, hearing screams, or seeing what looks like a crumpled body on the ground when they look out from the tower. So. But. Ghosts, horrible things happen to the person. That's true. But if you think you see a body... Under the tower, um, make sure it's just a ghost. Because if now, it's mind a real your business, make sure it's not just a dead body down there. You know? call someone then and walk away. Yes, <laughs> call nine one one. We are not. This is not a detective show. Don't put on rubber gloves. You did not see CSI enough times to know what to do. No. Nah. Uh, next, we go to Hoppy in Lake Hop hop at Kong. Um, where in 1894, a fisherman claimed he saw a 40-foot monster with a dog's head and a snake's body. They nicknamed the creature Hoppy. He's considered to be friendlier than some of the other water-dwelling cryptids, looking at you, Lake Champlain. Um, there have been sightings through the years, but nobody has managed to capture such a creature on camera. Surprising. I know. Doesn't that sound like something that you would just, I don't know, flip your phone out for?
1: <laughs>
0: anyway... Um buried treasure in Long Beach. There was a massacre at Long Beach on october twenty fifth, seventeen eighty two, when a British ship ran aground outside Bargnot Light. This is like the fifth time we've talked about Bargnot. That place is fucking haunted, man. All of its crew were taken captive by a militia, and that night, as the militia slept, British crewmen managed to kill them all, and legend has it bury a that has yet to be found maybe connected to Captain Kidd.
1: I was just like, I was connected.
0: Yeah. Next, we go to Hookerman Valley, where there is a single light floating down the uh, railroad tracks. It just looks like a lantern or a flashlight, uh, but a lot of people think it was a rail worker that was killed in an accident in the 1900s. Uh, this also is connected to the hand with a hook story, which we will talk about in a future episode. um and la oh no, no second to last is Mad Dog, who this time is an actual person who was a um mobster hitman who knew the owner of a now shuttered gentleman's club owner's grandmother. Um, a bunch of people have claimed to see him in like the mirrors in the windows things like that and very last is the ghost train in newark new jersey that comes through the train station in newark at midnight on the 10th of every month reportedly driven by the ghost of an engineer who was killed by a train in 1868. no one has ever seen the ghost train but they can hear the rumble of the steam engine and its whistle and that is some more stories From Haunted Pine Barrens. Interesting. Yeah. It's the stories that. that... uh, Yeah. You know go along with everything. But I thought it just. You know a lot of interesting stuff going on. In these states. About Jersey Devil. Mothman. Here's some other stories. And this is a little bit longer than our normal minisodes. So we will end it here. Hope to see know everybody's out there listening um, on Saturday when we release our next episode. And um, hmm, I think that's it. Go follow us on Spotify. Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell your priest. Um, and I am Juby. Night.